Mondays.guap.com. It's Mondays with your host, me, Carl Franklin. <laughs> this is Jeff Maciolik in Hudson, New York, still trying to climb my way out of the big old freaking hole I fell into last week. That's a big pile of dog shit you got there. Mondays is produced by Plop Productions, professional audio and podcasting services, online at www.guap.com. And now, here I am, it's me, Honest Carl Frank. Jeff, your uh, usual uh, sarcasm was missing a little bit there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I, I just don't feel like myself lately. Uh, what part have you been feeling? Yeah, I, don't, I can't answer that question either. I'm sorry. Uh... So it's just us three this week, guys. Mark and Richard and myself. This is just like prom night, man. Yep. Uh, the ones who need the most therapy, they show up every week. <laughs> How are you doing, Richard? You know, I'm finally getting the hang of that whole being at home thing. Yeah. You know, it's starting to feel right. I did something. I did something that was real anchoring, actually. I did something deeply geeky. Deeply homebound, deeply male. I, I rebuilt a fish tank. Oh, and you think you know, I keep fish? Okay, it's a water thing. That, but that, that's kind of a gay thing, though, isn't it? Oh man? no, no, you gotta understand. Aquarius <laughs> are geeks. They're just a different kind of geek. Are you a saltwater you know, geek or a freshwater dude, dude, geek? Dude, wasn't Aquarius like that superhero that wore the red pants or the orange pants and swam underwater? I thought that was Aquaman. Yeah, he was gay too, man. I think you better reevaluate what's going on. But he, you gotta, you rebuild a fish tank. You gotta be at home. It's just that I managed to put in the middle male spin by not fully draining the tank before I moved it. So I hurt myself along the way too. Okay, well then you're not gay. There you go, Mark. You uh, seem to be really interested in this this week about the well, gay thing. Yeah, I have to admit, I don't know if you've seen this or not, but if you've been out shopping, this may only be in the United States, but. Uh, the National Enquirer is running a cover spread on who's gay and who's not. Oh, really? Yeah. It uh, Among those who are not gay, Oprah Winfrey, Clay Aiken. Uh, I don't know. He just probably hasn't realized it yet. And, <laughs> and unbelievably, Sesame Street's Bert and Ernie. Really? Now, no, guys, they're gay. Now, look, look, kids. I think it's obvious that Ernie's not gay, but Bert? Come on. I mean, if there was ever a closet <laughs> homo on Sesame Street, it would be Bert. The guy collects pigeons, for Christ's sake. I mean, if that's not the behavior of a brown-eyed Muppet pumper, well, you just tell me what is, Carl. You tell me what is. Welcome to Avenue Q, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Also on the not gay list, we find Hugh Jackman. You know, the guy who plays Wolverine in the X-Men movies. Well, duh. Anyone who can handle the split-second flesh bursts of adamantine razor-sharp claws without prouncing around in a silly big owie dance, he couldn't be gay. <laughs> 
anyway, I'm willing to bet that not everyone out there has a four-year subscription to National Enquirer like I do. And I was also thinking that, well, our listeners might personally benefit from my own personal who's gay and who's not list. Uh-oh. First, let's start with Siegfried and Roy. Unfortunately, the crack reporters at the National Enquirer were only able to say that Siegfried and Roy don't discuss their sexuality in public. Well, National Enquirer, I've got a newsflash for you. That can only mean that they're tiger humpers. <laughs> That's right, kids. You heard it here on Mondays first. SNR, we're doing the SM with the Bengal Whites. Ugh. Next, let's move on to Gary, my next door neighbor. <laughs> Well, I think it's pretty obvious, don't you? I mean, come on. The guy's always neatly manicured, and he drives around in that brown convertible all the time. I mean, it's got to mean something. <laughs> He's gay, Carl. I know it. <laughs> Next, Gladys, my much overly fat and underly sex neighbor from across the way, <laughs> whose hobbies include wearing a way too tight dark blue bathing suit and writhing on her lawn chair, like she's doing again right now. God damn it, Gladys. Nobody wants to see the crack of your ass and all 14 of your love handles. Yes, I'm talking to you, Gladys. For the love of God, cover that thing up. So is Gladys gay? Oh, God, I wish. Now, now let's talk about the asshole retired attorney, Bob, who lives two doors down. Bob, uptight asshole Bob, as I like to call him, has more spare time than God and happens to be the evil force behind a flood of entirely frivolous lawsuits filed against yours truly. And he's also the number one reason that Google Earth has just added support for uploading restraining order layers having more than one gig of data, just so that I can find places to go without going to jail. Bob is also the proud owner of not one, but seven pink flamingos. Which he has planted at precise intervals across the front of his perfect green lawn, bordered by a whiter-than-white picket fence, uh, the hinges of which he oils weekly. Gay. So I ask you, Carl, is Bob gay? Is he? <laughs> Nay, Bob is not gay. However, this satellite dish hate monger also fails in the straight department. He's no doubt never been laid in his entire life. <laughs> Do you hear me, Bob? You've never been laid. Now the entire world knows. Go get laid and get off my ass. You and your legal maneuverings will never stop the millinator. Do you know why, Bob? Because if you defeat me, another one just like me will stand in my place. <laughs> Next, I want to talk about albino rasta hair lady down the street. I'm sorry, Carl, I don't know her name. All I know is that her skin is paler than well, something that's really pale. And she's got rasta hair and a rasta haired dog. But Carl, what compels someone to do dreadlocks? I mean, it's certainly not manageable and shiny like those shampoo models on TV. I mean, it's got to be for storage or something. I just can't figure it out. Anyways, albino rasta hair lady gay. And what about that dreadlock dog? Does he go both ways? <laughs> Actually, you know, I don't know if that dog is a boy or a girl. But those dreadlocks have to mean something, Carl. All right, Mark. Uh, thanks for that uh, enlightening report. You're welcome, Carl. Yeah. My pleasure. That'll teach me to ask you how you did this week. Carl, you want me to make this a regular segment? No. No. <laughs> okay. You know, uh, I did a. I, I give myself one bonehead move a year. I'm early this year. Weren't you talking about your bonehead move last week, though? No. This is your second one, man. No, I didn't have a bonehead <laughs> move last week. It was a month ago or something. 
Yeah, it was. It wasn't. A, it was. I only had one in 2005. I, I think you need to loosen up a bit, man. I'd go for one bonehead move a month, or maybe, maybe. a week even. I'll give myself one a year, and so far I've been holding true to that record. Well, anyway, my uh, we have a bookkeeper, and she works at the office. She comes into the office, and she does the books for, for our house, you know, household and stuff. As we have a bookkeeper for the business, but also for the household. So uh, normally what happens is... Uh, you know, my wife collects the bills uh, during the during the month, and she puts them all in this uh, little cloth tote bag, and then uh, I bring them in to the office. And uh, uh, over the weekend, uh, she gave me the tote bag, and I put it on top of the uh, laundry basket, which I also take downstairs. It's another one of my jobs at home is to tote the laundry in and uh, you know up and down the stairs. Uh, from the bedrooms upstairs to the laundry facility downstairs. So I put it uh, on the laundry basket full of dirty clothes, put it down, brought it down the stairs, and then, you know, something happened. I don't know what, you know, the house next door blew up or something or a dead body in the road or something. I don't know what happened, but I got distracted. So I left it there. And then, uh, you know, a couple hours later, she was like, did you put that laundry in yet? So I said, oh, no, no, I didn't. So I put the laundry in. Oh, no. Including the uh, little tote bag full of bills and statements. And some of them were from various government agencies, which we are currently in negotiation for uh, payment of uh, uh, things, right? (laughs) I'm going to say what it is, but I'm just saying that, uh, you know, wasn't always so uh, on top of things. So you're trying to get all these bills replaced now? Yeah, so now, of course, it's my job now to call all the places that uh, we normally, you know, pay and uh, try to find out what we owe and, you know, all that stuff. That's amazing, Carl. Lots of fun. And not only do I have to do that, but I have to uh, de-pulp the clothes that are now washed and full of paper pulp. Oh, man. Yeah, that's bonehead, man. That's total bonehead. That's bonehead. Yeah. So you yeah. get one of those a year, huh? Yeah, I give myself one a year. That's if I go, I, I haven't gone over one a year yet, but I probably will. I think it's just that you set your bar so high for boneheadness. There's only so <laughs> many opportunities to screw up that badly. Yeah. It's really kind of makes me feel feel better about myself. Well, uh, Karen's not here and Jeff's not here, so it's just us three, as I said before, so... Why don't we just get right into the Week in Geek? This is where uh, I comb the news, looking for geeky and scientific stories that are making the news, and uh, bring them to you for your entertainment and informational enjoyment. It's a news comb over. (laughs) Yeah, it's a news comb over. And and before I actually get into the weekend, the bald head of the news. <laughs> before I actually get into the stories, I've got uh, a couple of headlines. You know, I started this a couple of a couple of weeks ago or a month ago or so. Geez, it's been a couple months now. Where I just every once in a while I come across a headline that kind of strikes me funny, and a lot of the funny headlines were uh, had to do with things in Asia this week. So I got three one three of them. Uh, the first funny headline is at shrinkster.com slash 9U5. Lambdong calls for investment. Lambdong. Oh, that's unfortunate. And uh, uh. the next one is at shrinkster.com 9U6. 
fuck long and tan hung wind silver in eight ball pool. Thought that was kind of funny. You don't have to laugh or anything. I just thought it was kind of funny, you know. That's unfortunate too. That is kind of amazing, though. It's an am- it's amazing sequence of words. I bet this gets it is, a lot isn't of it? hits. Isn't it? I mean, yeah. you know, it's just there's so many delicious words in there. Shrinkster.com slash 9U7, the big one, folks. U.S. researcher pulls out of partnership with Wang Wusuk. <laughs> oh, now that's really unfortunate. Yeah. And look, they're sitting together, too. Yeah. They, you know, they should have seen that Wusuk thing coming. <laughs> Apparently, Wusuk's name is Mud now. He can't, he can't get a hotel room anywhere to save his life. Oh, well, anyway, uh, now I know that I usually embellish my Week in Geek stories with something that at least one person thinks is funny. Sometimes not. But in the case of our first story here this week, the circumstances themselves are enough to make Barbara Bush do a spit take with a mouthful of warm milk all over her ex-presidential hubby. <laughs> nice. Story number is, one. Is, it, is this one of the Karma Sutra positions you just described? Excel bug for sale on eBay at shrinkster.com slash 9TW. You can read about this. Details of a zero-day vulnerability in Microsoft's Excel spreadsheet program have been put up for sale on eBay with the seller offering a starting price of one U.S. cent. At the time of writing, the bidding had reached U.S. $60. Zero day means information that is not publicly available and is used to describe security vulnerability exploits, which are known to security professionals. The seller said the vulnerability had been discovered on December 6th and the details had been sent to Microsoft. And I quote, all the details were submitted to Microsoft and the reply was received, indicating that they may start working on it. He wrote, quote, it can be assumed that no patch addressing this vulnerability will be available within the next few months. So, since I was unable to find any use for this byproduct of Microsoft developers, it is now available for you at the low starting price of one cent, a fair value estimation for any Microsoft product. Ooh. A percentage <laughs> of this <laughs> a percentage of this sale will be contributed to various open source projects. So now you know the kind of person we're dealing with here. Yeah. And this is the best part. As a special offer, he said Microsoft representatives who bid would get 10% off the price they offered. And to qualify, you must provide an at Microsoft.com email address and must mention the discount code L-I-N-U-X-R-U-L-Z, Linux rules, during checkout, the seller specified. I don't think it's worth 10% off, man. I don't either. Almost makes me want to bring back the uh, Linux vulnerability of the week. Doesn't it, Richard? Um, no. No. Didn't think so. No. <laughs> Story number two. Dear web-using consumer, don't worry. Be happy. Signed, FBI. Shrinkster.com slash 9TV. Al-Qaeda and other terror groups are more sophisticated in their use of computers but still are unable to mount crippling internet-based attacks against U.S. power grids, airports, and other targets, the FBI's top cybercrime official said Wednesday. Investigators keep a close watch on terror groups' use of computers, 
but have not detected any plans to launch cyber attacks against major public institutions in the United States, FBI Assistant Director Louis M. Rigel said. Quote, I don't think that capability exists today, Rigel said in a briefing for reporters at FBI headquarters. There is really only one country that has the access, the incentive, and the technical know-how to bring the Internet to its knees, uh, the um, um, United States of America. Okay, moving right along. Story number three. com slash 9TX. Walmart sees phenomenal growth. Turns out it was Earl, the manager. They had a oh, really nice. <laughs> they had him surgically removed. Immediately following, there was a spike in sales of Preparation H. Ah. Uh, nasty. Next story. India's internet usage is on the rise. Shrinkster.com slash 9TU. The number of internet users in India remains relatively low. But it has soared 54% over the past year to 38.5 million and will jump to 100 million in two years, an industry study said. The catalyst for the growth in India has been the rise in online shopping for airline and rail tickets, books, and home appliances. Preeti Desai, president of the Internet and Mobile Association of India, said Wednesday. Quote, it seems like everyone, and I mean everyone who has a PC in India, is ordering online wares, putting some shopping malls out of business. Well, our Indian correspondent, Dax Pandey, snapped a photo in a cyber cafe near his home. It's a little surprising when you see the reach that the Internet has had in India. And this photo is online at shrinkster.com slash 9TS. S is in Sam? Yes, S is in Sam. Let you go to that. <laughs> oh man pretty amazing and Adele no less yeah pretty amazing okay see me at the show Carl I'll show you how to make this fun okay thanks next story turns out the poor don't want computers shrinkster.com slash 9tz potential computer users in the developing world will not want a basic $100 hand-cranked laptop due to be rolled out to millions, Intel Corp. Chairman Craig Barrett said on Friday. Why not, man? This looks great. School children in Brazil, Thailand, Egypt, and Nigeria will begin receiving the first few million textbook-style computers from the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, MIT Media Lab, run by Nicholas Negroponte from early 2006. Quote, Mr. Negroponte has called it a $100 laptop. I think a more realistic title should be the $100 gadget. Barrett, mm. chairman of the world's largest chip maker, told a press conference in Sri Lanka. Negroponte is immediately starting work on a $1.99 Wi-Fi locator fob that looks like food. <laughs> oh, man. I like that one. Next story. Microsoft to invest in India, add jobs. At Shrinkster.com 9TT. From New Delhi, Microsoft plans to nearly double its workforce in India over the next four years, investing $1.7 billion in a vote of confidence in one of the world's fastest-growing markets. The investment would be among the largest an information technology company has made in this country of 1 billion people that Microsoft Corporation has long viewed as having huge potential in human capital and for sales. Okay. 
Carl, you mentioned that Microsoft was going to add jobs. Yeah, uh, Microsoft offered Steve Jobs to the Indian continent. They said no. Oh. Okay. All right. And finally, Microsoft CEO will have to shop for his Xbox. Shrinkso.com slash 9U0. Microsoft's chief executive, Steve Ballmer, will have to shop around for an Xbox 360 game console this holiday season, just like the rest of us. It doesn't come with his job. Quote, The Bomber children do not have their Xbox 360 yet. I'm in the <laughs> same boat as many of you, Bomber said. That's great. Thanks to the wonders of Sarbanes-Oxley, management does not get a free Xbox 360, he quipped at a meeting of technology industry executives. You know what I'm realizing that's amazing is this guy sounds a lot like me. Under financial <laughs> disclosure rules, Microsoft would have to classify a free game console as income for Balmer. Yeah, I can just see the accountant hitting the friggin' roof over that. Steve, what were you thinking? Come April, that's going to hurt worse than that growth Walmart found on its ass last week. And that nice. is the weekend gig. We got to start hiring an audience to come in and laugh. Or, or we could hire someone to write good comedy. Oh, oh. oh. All right, man. Well, it's, it's your turn to prove yourself. Well, I don't know. In this, this segment like... called People Dumber Than Me. And I, could, I got a good mind not to laugh at any of your jokes, man. <laughs> you just wait. Stop, dude, I'll get the you. difference is I'm actually trying to laugh at your stuff, man. Uh-huh. I'm trying, man. All right, I only got one story for you today. It's going to be a quick one. Okay. And my last story, and story number one. Green Lantern Adventures, issue one, Attack of the Belligerent Drunk Man. Woohoo! It wasn't your normal Florida costume party. Not when one of your guests shows up in the garb of, quote, belligerent drunk man, unquote. That's right, kids. <laughs> William Gilliam, a 26-year-old Florida man, walked into the party as belligerent drunk man, wearing a sweatsuit, a belt made out of beer can tops and a large BDM emblem on his chest. Mr. Gilliam, no doubt, was the life of the party with witty phrases like, Hey, your wife is so hot. You think a <laughs> bum like me has a shot with her? What? What do you mean go f myself? Hey, I got some news for you, buddy. You can go f yourself. Hey, we're running out of beer over here. Oh, shit, I'm sorry, man. That looks like a new shirt. Oh, uh, hello. Hey, my friend here has beer all over his brand new shirt, and I'm running on empty. Hey, excuse me. Hello. God damn it. Can someone bring me another goddamn beer before I get ugly? Fortunately for the residents of Florida, a superhero also happened to be in attendance, none other than Hal Jordan, that intergalactic peacekeeper also known as Green Lantern. And as regular listeners know, Hal Jordan has a cool decoder ring that he got from a dying, big-headed, gray-skinned alien, also known by their scientific name, Anus Probolatus. And Carl, <laughs> I know I don't have to tell you that Green Lantern's special decoder ring can make just about anything. 
All Hal Jordan has to do is just want it and it's out. The only downside is that whatever it builds is green. Like, what the f***, man? Aliens from another world with advanced technology to travel to our planet, and all they got is monochromatic 3D printers? Well, f*** <laughs> that, and f*** bowing down to their high-tech gizmos. I think we could take them. I mean, seriously, we've had color laser jets since at least the 1900s when Eskimos crossed the Atlantic to discover America. <laughs> Eskimos discovered America? Yes, Carl. Look, I don't mean to be rude, but could you please do us all a big favor and crawl out from underneath that rock of ignorance where you've no doubt been spending eternity living that pathetic excuse for what you call a life? Everyone knows that in 1942, Christopher Columbus and his ragtag band of French Eskimos sailed over to discover America in three ships funded by Prince Charles. And if memory <laughs> serves, the three ships were named uh, the Pinata, the Taco, and the Santa Monica. Or maybe the Bean and Cheese Burrito. Man, I'm hungry. <laughs> By the way, Carl, do you mind? I'm in the middle of a story here. Oh, sorry, man. So anyway, Green Lantern is there, and using his super x-ray vision, he no doubt spots belligerent drug man. But more importantly, he had to check out those fine ladies on the other side of the room to make sure they weren't packing any heat, if you know what I mean, Carl. And I bet they're wearing some really hot underwear from Victoria's Secret. You know, the satiny, frilly stuff that hugs the supple curves of the hot feminine form. <laughs> hey! Does anybody know how that x-ray vision works? I mean, like, how do you control it? Like, what happens if I penetrate too deeply and see a bowel movement in action? I mean, that's got to cause some permanent mental scarring. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying that x-ray vision probably involves some super serious mind control or some sort of advanced human interface technology. Otherwise, you'd go insane, man. I'm telling you, kids, too much information will drive you mad. I don't think Green Lantern had x-ray vision, Mark. God damn it, Carl, there you go again. What part of I'm in the middle of a story here did your two gerbils and a wheel excuse for a brain fail to comprehend? <laughs> so, Green Lantern breaks away from the ladies because belligerent drunk man has started a new rant, which no doubt includes outbursts like, Who took my fucking keys? God damn it, I can drive. You're all a bunch of prickless dicks. All right, fine, have it your way. <laughs> Give me another beer before I start throwing punches. Hey, Carl. Do you think Green Lantern's ring can make hot chicks? I mean, it can make whatever he wants, right? And sure, the hot chicks would be all green. But I guess the bigger question is, is if a hot chick is all green, is she still hot? And if you were on a deserted island surrounded by hot green chicks, w would you grow tired and maybe want something in blue? Or maybe some hot chicks in stripes, plaid, or maybe even paisley? <laughs> I'm just asking. I don't I think Green Lantern's ring can make hot chicks, man. Then I'd return it to the aliens and get one that could. Mark, the story. When deputies arrived, they found belligerent drunk man and Green Lantern engaged in a fight at the scene. When the men were separated, belligerent drunk man reportedly became even more belligerent and pushed one of the officers. Now, Carl, at this time, I'm sure Green Lantern was about to take on the Wonder Twin shape of a crocodile when police <laughs> officers beat him to the punch and promptly saturated belligerent drunk man with a more than liberal dose of pepper spray. <laughs> and boy carl we sure know how much that sucks don't we remember that time we tried to sneak into canada to get some cheap prescription anti-diarrheal medication and then <laughs> let me tell you kids canadian border patrol doesn't fuck around you won't catch them carrying one of those girly pepper spray dispensers no siree kids these days the coppers are toting their pepper spray in those giant bear repellent canisters and many are carrying an extra tank on their back 
Piece of advice, kids. When the Canadian Border Patrol starts spraying the liquid pepper, take cover behind your best friend like I did. <laughs> kids, please, 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 don't try to do what Carl did. <laughs> what? What did I do? You've blocked it out, haven't you? See, I told no. you my course on denial would be the best 249 you've ever spent. Oh, Look, God. kids, for the sake of Carl's fragile dignity, I'm not going to reveal the gory details. But I will say that Carl was unable to sit down for a week without looking like Robin Cook in the process of taking a test on quantum physics. <laughs> kids, if you've got a browser handy, go out to shrinkster.com slash 9U1 to see what I mean. Oh, nice. And here's another one. Shrinkster.com slash 9U2. Mark, the story. <laughs> I'm getting to it, Carl. <laughs> All right, kids. Details on this story are scarce, but it appears that halfway through the party, the Canadian Border Patrol SWAT team breaks down the door, drives in an M4A4 Sherman tank, and proceeds to take control of the situation. Now, don't ask me what the Canadian Border Patrol was doing down in Florida, or even how they got their tank onto the second floor of the apartment building. <laughs> I told you, man, details are scarce. What we do know is that the Northern County Bounty Mounties start to pepper spray Green Lantern's arch nemesis like he's some kind of house salad in a restaurant run by over-caffeinated mosh pit jumping waiters on crack. That wasn't funny, huh? You didn't like that? No? Hello? Anybody out there? Hello? Hello? Oh, I'm sorry. I was on the phone. All right, fine. That's when belligerent <laughs> drunk man revealed a new secret identity, subdued drunken man. <laughs> nice. Both the superhero and his arch nemesis reportedly had slurred speech and smelled of alcohol, and the two were charged with disorderly intoxication. Subdued drunken man was also charged with battery for allegedly assaulting the officer. So, subdued drunken man, you Eskimo-fighting, beer-can-wearing, belligerent liquid pepper magnet. <laughs> you, sir, are dumber than me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah fine. Yeah. Yeah. Or I could add, I could, I could clip some laughter from other parts of the show and move it no, over that there. would just be humiliating. <laughs> Richard, it's up to you, man, to save the show. It's Richard the Toy Boy. Richard. Finding those great toys. I'm going to shrinks.com. Wow, I just love Christmas time, man. Let me tell you. I'm getting ready. All the toys I'm not allowed to buy. I'm at shrinks.com slash, and I got the nine ready to press. What's your ready? Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. Nine U9. Nine Uniform Nine. I'm there, baby. Now, you see, last year was really the year of the MP3 player. Right. So now we're kicking it up a notch. Mm -hmm. Denon has made the MP3 capable receiver. So this is a mm. seven channel AV receiver. It's got all the usual stuff, but it also has a network connection. Sweet. Support mm. for streaming audio. Mm. Good. Recognizes most USB devices automatically. So you can just plug your USB key in or your USB capable music player and it'll play the music off of it. No additional equipment required. Wow. I like it. Is that nice? That is nice. That's so, good. This is taking it up a new level, just recognizing stereo equipment that understands the MP3 world. Cost? What's cost? Hello? Two grand. Ooh, that's a little expensive, man. Yeah, it's a high-end unit. What, so what do what I get? Expect, what, I must right? get some, do I get speakers with this thing? No? No. You, know, you have to buy the speakers. Oh, man. It also has remote PC control, too, so you can mess with your stereo from your computer if you're so inclined. That's pretty cool. 
You know, uh, yeah, I'm 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 sort of redoing my home PC, media PC. It's great little unit. So I'm looking for this kind of stuff. Moat's got a nice little display on it. Okay, I guess we better swing over to the other side of the of the of the wall here and go to shrinkster.com slash nine ua nine uniform alpha teddy phone and the teddy phone. You know, I don't dig this whole kids' cell phone thing at the best of time, but this is like a cell phone for a six-year-old. <laughs> this is wrong. You people, stop that. <laughs> you don't know where your six-year-old is? You f***ed up. <laughs> Go find him. <laughs> Teddy bear cell phone. Just stop it. My really? six-year-old wants a, wants a phone. He says it's going to help him deal crack a little bit better at school. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. But get your homework done first, kid. You know, people complain that I'm only into really expensive gadgets, that only the top-end toys will do. But every so often, I find something that's inexpensive but cool. And this is definitely one of them. Shrinkster.com slash 9UB. Uniform Bravo. As seen on TV, although I've never seen it on TV, the Wonder Vase. So what this is is a polymer bag that you warm up with warm water, bend it into the shape of a vase, then cool it down with cold water, and it'll hold its shape. That's cool. I could like and the my... package here was seven different vases for twenty bucks. You know, plus shipping of like two hundred dollars. I could make like little imprints of my face and my ass with this thing too. There you go. And then stick flowers in them. How nice. Richard, you know what this reminds me of? Another what? very cool product that is also very inexpensive and very practical is those uh, those those planters that you can make out of tires and spray paint. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, man, that was hilarious. <laughs> that, was, that was nice. I liked that a lot. It was nice. I mean, That's the cool. idea that you could store vases flat. I get the feeling that Mark's over there, like, holding up these little numbers, you know, like every time I tell a joke. Oh, that, that was a 6.5. That was like a 7.5 to an 8, man. That was awesome. <laughs> That was that was all time one of your all time best. I would suggest replacing the entire week with geek with that joke. <laughs> Did I say week with geek? Week with geek. It's a new prize. We could do a contest, Carl. Geek week. The week, week geek with geek. What's next, man? You ready to keep going? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, an unusual item actually for sale already. And I don't know that I would buy this or not, but it's worth taking a look at. Shrinkster.com, the lecture nine. UC. So Uniform Charlie. Unfortunately, the entire site is driven by Flash, which really annoys me. But site's called Glide. Take a look at the product called Twist Together Lamp. Hmm. So what this is, is a small box LED lamp with holes on the sides of it that allow other small box LED lamps to plug into it so that you can build a cascade or a shape of these different lamps however you want. That's pretty cool. It actually. is very cool. Yeah. Unfortunately, the price is not so cool. It's about $100 a box. Really? Six boxes for 585. What the hell are they thinking? I don't know because everybody'd have one of these things if it was 20 bucks. Mhm. They should get that as seen on TV uh, icon on their page. That would help. And they'd have it going on. Yep. 
Now, dropping into the category of extremely sucky toys, shrinkster.com slash 9UD Uniform Delta and the website My Beating Heart. Oh, God. Yes, that's right, kids. It's a heart-shaped pillow that has a heartbeat. Mm, God. And look, you can log into your account for repeated orders. How nice. You know, I had a pillow like this that didn't have any mechanical or batteries or anything in it, but uh, it did have a stethoscope, so you sort of got the same effect. It's not the same if you're listening to your own heartbeat, is it? They've named all the pillows Fru-Fru, Honey Bunny, Cutie Patootie, Turtle Dove, and Sweet Pea. <laughs> nice. This oh, will be good. you like, got to know somebody that would like that. This is great. This is like a whole script for me for foreplay, man. <laughs> there you go. Go play with your pillow. I'll be this, in later. Uh, this little mouse uh, tracking heart circle JavaScript stuff is... Yeah, it's not helping either. Not helping. On the contrasting style of toys, shrinkster.com slash 9UE uniform echo. And the site of Stone Ridge Engineering. Well, this has got to be good. Electromagnetic coin shrinking. Oh, no way. Check it out. Holy crap. So these guys take coins and they apply an unbelievably high power charge to it. This huge burst, like the equivalent power for a moment of what you'd run a whole city on. Oh, my God. And it will actually cause a coin to shrink. And if you scroll down a bit, take a look at how much they shrink some of these coins. Look at the dime. This is amazing, Richard. But this thing's basically blowing wire apart to do it. He's got a bunch of 200-pound capacitors chained together, and he dumps all the power into a coil all at once with a, with a coin in the center, and like, this is the result. Because, like, can, banks should still take this, right? Um, I think they're uh, by, no. by law. You can see that some of these actually have been disfigured, not just shrunk, like completely changed. They've been mangled, yeah. Yeah. But amazing. most of them are just shrunk. Yeah, some of them, it looks like the, the center gets punched out of them. It depends on the on the coin, but you know it's unusual. It's it's just not the sort of thing you'd think about doing most of the time. <laughs> yeah, right. it's great. I love it. And 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 the physics behind it. Why does the coin shrink? Right. They must be putting air bubbles in the coins they're making. <laughs> it sucks out the. Oh, air if you get down towards the bottom there, you can see the stack of capacitors that the guy uses to do this. Wow! I love this man. This is this a great is shot. Cool. Isn't this fabulous. Yeah. This is good stuff. If I could shrink all the coins, I could take over the world. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Okay. God In the category dang. of this USB amazing. toys that shouldn't exist, shrinkster.com slash 9UF uniform foxtrot. I'm keeping that, that coin page up. I like that, man. Don't yeah, worry. That's very I'll cool. keep it around for you. Yes, boys and girls, it's your own USB Bible. Did you say 9UF? 9UF, the USB Bible, King James Edition, pop-out USB plug, hard-coded, <laughs> non-erasable Bible. Nice. Do they, do they have an edible one, too? Nah, I'm afraid not. Damn. Those went out in the 1500s. God damn it. It's always something, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> damn religious people trying to mess with me again. Keep me from doing the copyright Mark Miller, written by Mark All Miller right, at keep the front. walking you back and forth between the good and the bad. When's the last time you saw a board game where you went, holy shit, I want to play that? 
Yeah, it's been a um, while. Shrinkster.com slash 9UG Uniform Golf. Ever since I played Candyland, I've never been the same. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Deflection. Ooh. What is this? Oh, this is cool. It I is love this. chess for geeks. Here's the idea you have a bunch of pieces. And each turn you take, you can move one of the pieces or rotate one of them. Some of the pieces have mirrors on them. Some of them don't. And at the end of every turn, both players have to fire their lasers. Oh, my God. I got oh. The pieces have mirrors on them. the laser round. And you win when, you, when either laser hits the enemy's pharaoh. Awesome. Oh, that's so cool. This is fucking awesome. What a game. I that's love this. Awesome. I'm getting. I'm going to play this with my son. I got to have this. Oh yeah! Now this is a keeper. This any is worth game ordering. that I told any you board game that ones. employs high-powered lasers is for me. <laughs> and it's only forty bucks. Yeah, it's not all that high-powered. I love oh, it, man. Now I got to bring up another window, man. You're just you're there rocking you today, Richard. You're saving but- the show. <laughs> you're doing it. Keep going, man. It's the greatest thing of all. I got one for uh, your daughters there, uh, Carl. Okay. You ready? Shrinkster.com slash 9UH. 9UH. Uniform Hotel. It's an electric guitar by Fender. Hello Kitty style. I hate you. (laughs) Oh, man. This is great. I'm not going to get it, but I like it. I like it because I hate it so much. I hate you. If that's not offensive enough for you, maybe you'll like 9UI. Uniform Indigo. Sticking with our Hello Kitty theme. Good Lord, take it's me It's the Hello Kitty breath quality tester. <laughs> so you blow into it and Hello Kitty makes a face depending on how fresh your breath is. Oh, no. no. <laughs> I love the faces. Oh, yeah. That's all about the faces. Yeah. just And, the, and, the, and if it's really stinky, Hello Kitty's just got a little bit of love for you. Just a little bit. Just a little Not bit. Not too much. And it's dark love. That's unbelievably That's horrible. pretty cool, man. Horrible. You gotta love it. Okay, sticking... You know, every so often I find an inexpensive toy where I go, that's too cool not to have, and shrinkster.com slash 9UJ. Just when you thought you couldn't get a stuffed toy for a boy, 9 Uniform Juliet, the transforming werewolf plush toy. Oh my God, this looks cool. Is this cool? <laughs> I like it. It's a little lumberjack guy, and you zip open his back, flip him out, and it's a werewolf. I like it. <laughs> that is too cool. Oh, the stories you could write with that. This would be great. It'd be like, oh, I should have tried those drugs today, kids. Yeah. Daddy, will you, read, will you tell me a story before I go to bed? Oh, sure. Let's talk about the lumberjack who goes out into the forest and then turns into a werewolf. <laughs> but it's okay. Hellboy came along and shot him. <laughs> Dead. Awesome. And I'm going to end this night off with a toy that really takes your creativity, not mine. But think of the potential of shrinkster.com slash nine. UK, Uniform Kilo or United Kingdom, and the website, youremblem.com. I love it. These guys make high-quality, custom-made car emblems. I want one that says, fuck off. So whatever you want to put on your car, order it here. I like it. Oh, wow. Isn't it fabulous? It looks the good, The potential man. 
Okay, I propose we call the show the Richard Saved the Show show. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm with you, Mark. <laughs> Thank God, man. Uh, you know, I the only problem with doing today's uh, with being with uh, you know listening to tonight's uh, Toy Boy segment is I got to have three or four PayPal windows up at once, and and <laughs> it doesn't really work all that well. This deflection game is mine, man. I'm ordering oh, this it's baby. Beautiful game, it's awesome, fabulous. The first time I've seen a board game in a long time where I went, man, I want to play that. It looks yep. cool. It has explosive effects, you know, pyrotechnics in it, right? Only if you set it up right. I'm going to set it up, man. That's awesome. I'm going to set it up. Okay. Is that a show? It's a show. I think it's a All show. Right. I wish we had a girl on the show, you know? I know. Well, There was a set of toys I did not do today because we did not have a girl on the show. Oh, well. Oh, well. Maybe next week. Well, Karen, I hope to see Karen you next you week. and not showing up. We miss you. Jeff, too. Yeah, we want yeah, you Jeff, back. We don't miss him. You know, I it's maybe it's not that they suck. Maybe we suck when they don't show up. <laughs> there you go. Maybe we suck when they do show up, but nobody notices. <laughs> We're gonna call this the We Suck Show. We suck. All right. Drive safe. Love each other, but get a room. I haven't said that one in a while. <laughs>